Okay, the second heading is all Christians will give an account to God. Verses 7 through 12. All Christians will give an account to God. Verses 7 through 12. All Christians will give an account to God. Verses 7 through 12. And let's read verses 7 through 12. Verse 7. For none of us lives to himself, and no man dies to himself. <clears throat> For whether we live, we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ both died and rose and revived, that he might be Lord both of the dead and living. But why do you judge your brother? Or why do you sit and not your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. Every believer, I'm not reading the scripture anymore. <laughs> every believer should have in mind one thing, and that is to please God in all things. What does God want from my life? What is his will for me? That is the most important thing. One of the things that we see from this passage of scripture is we die when the Lord wills. He is in control. Yes. Paul died when the Lord said, it's time. Jesus died when God said, it's time. Yes. That, that is a spirit-controlled life right there. Oh, <laughs> we must desire that God have total control over our lives and our debts. We belong to Christ. Therefore, we do only what He wants and desires. Your life is not your own. You don't get to just make any decision that you want. Because you were bought with a price. Yeah. You belong to Him. I don't get to go get any job that I want. This hits home for me right now, so it's just easy to use myself as an example. My job is coming to an end. They're going to close the doors in February. I don't have no job right now, but the Lord will take care of that. Yeah. When the time comes, he'll take care of it. Now, I have a lot of friends that are not saved. And they give me advice that's just worldly. And in a sense, it's not, it's not dumb. It's just not for me. Right. <laughs> they make decisions based off of what they think is best. Based off of what they think is right. Based off of what they want their life to look like or be. Exactly, yeah. Man, just go do this. Man, this is a good job you need to get right here. You won't. You have to work seven days a week. Not God's will for my life. I'll tell you that right now. Right. Because of what well, He's called me to teach and preach. So yes. if a job would get in the way of preaching and teaching, then it's just not God's will for me. Mm. See, I belong to Him. 
I can't take any job, just any job that I want. Job? Job. God has a job for me. Yes. And He'll open that door when it's time. Amen. One of the hardest things to do is wait. Yeah. <laughs> because we don't like... Wait is a curse word to... <laughs> just wait. Oh! <laughs> but Lord, I can't take this. Lord, I can't see what's coming. Lord, I don't know what to do. Lord, I just can't. you got to give me something, Lord. Anything. I mean, my goodness. Well, just because you can't see everything doesn't mean God can't see everything. Come on. Do you trust Him? Yeah. Come on. Do you trust Him? When I came, when the Lord said it's time to go home, I'm scared yet. Yeah. I was so scared. You, you may look at me whenever I'm here buying this and think, no way, man. He just, I was so scared. I had no, I couldn't see anything. And the only thing that I could see, to be honest, it didn't look so good. I was scared. And I was so broken. Just terrified. I felt like I was almost frozen in fear. And the only thing that I could do, Lord, I just want to trust you. I'm scared. And I just but I just want to trust you. I've seen you move in this season. Yes. And even when it was hard, see I didn't just think positive. <laughs> Pray to God, all going to be good. Lord, even if it is hard. Yeah. Come on. Even if what I see with my eyes is reality. And that I will be stepping right into the fire. Mm. I want to trust you. Yes. Because I've seen you in this season. Yes. I've seen your grace in this season. You got me through this season by your grace and even if the next season is harder I've seen your grace yes. in action he will do it again yes he will and I just happen to be because you know I just love music I love songs and I just happen to be going through some songs scared to death I, Lord I just want to trust you and then I ran across a song that grace saying, stand still. Are you going to sing it? I don't know. <laughs> stand still. And it, it hit me yeah. like a bullseye, just like a dart, just... Stand still and let God move. Standing still is hard to do. When you feel you have reached the end, He'll make a way for you. Stand still and let God move. I was terrified. Yes. And then here the Lord just says, Son, stand still. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, can I say something? 
When I got saved, I was a little Catholic girl, didn't know nothing about the Bible. And I had people tell me, you just start reading the Bible and trust God's going to show you what scripture you can stand on to believe for your husband's salvation. Mm -hmm. And I stand, they told me, start reading from Genesis. And I started reading from Genesis, and when I got to Second Chronicles 20, God told me, I did not need to fight the battle. Mm. All I need to do was stand still yes. and watch his salvation this day. <laughs> and then he said, send out the praisers ahead. And he destroyed all the enemies. And that's exactly, I still have that scripture on my fridge to this day. Mm -hmm. That's the scripture that God gave me. Stand still and watch his salvation. Mm -hmm. And he's been true. Through every trial I've been through, God has been faithful. Faithful with that one scripture I stood for. So I'm stand still. Can you say stand still? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I just cried. <laughs> I just remember crying. Yeah. Listening to that song. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to trust them. That's what my heart, I, in my heart, I just wanted to trust them. On the outside, I was scared to death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On the inside, scared to death. Me with my own self, my flesh, I did not want to go home. Because nobody wants to go through something that might be hard. But the cry of my heart was, I want to trust you. And what seemed to be, like it might be really hard, wasn't so hard. <laughs> what seemed like it was going to be so bad, turned out to be not so bad. What seemed like, Turned out, me getting married. Mm. <laughs> 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 so you can't always trust what you see, feel, right. and hear. Right. You just stand still right. and let God move. Yeah. Yeah. We are bought with a price, a great price at that. We belong to God now. Every part of ourselves and lives are His. The entirety of mankind, whether saved or unsaved, will ultimately have to answer to Christ. We are not qualified to judge another believer. There is only one biblical reason for setting a brother at naught, which is just means setting aside or refusing to fellowship. That reason is unconfessed, unrepentant, habitual sin in a person's life. You see that in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, where... Paul writes to the Corinthians and he said, I'm a marvel and I'm amazed that someone in the congregation has basically in a relationship with his stepmother and is using it under the guise of freedom in Christ. And yet no one is saying anything, even though it's something that the pagans wouldn't even do themselves. Disfellowship. And it's not to judge, it's to get them to repent right. and to turn from the wrong direction. Right. See, there's a difference here. Not judging, but for repentance, for restoration 
sake. That's the only reason <coughs> unrepentant. He wanted the, the man that was practicing this was not sorry. Right. Yeah. And didn't even think it was wrong. Instead thought, well, this is the freedom I have in Christ. <laughs> no. No, no, no. The judgment seat of Christ is for believers only. Our sins will not be judged here, for they are already judged at Calvary. Where you go? The judgment will pertain to the believer's works. Rewards for works can be lost. We will give an account to Christ regarding motives, actions, attitudes, decisions, directions, etc. We will not lose our soul at the judgment seat of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 13. Uh, it really is just a, a passage of scripture there talking about the judgment seat of Christ. And it talks about the things that are gold, silver, and precious stone, and that which is wood, hay, and stubble. And they'll be judged by fire, and the wood, hay, and stubble will burn up, and gold, silver, and precious stones will remain. That which is built on the solid foundation of the Word of God, which is Christ and the cross, is likened unto gold, silver, and precious stones. Those are materials that would, that fire wouldn't burn. That which is not built upon the proper foundation, which is Christ and the cross, are likened to wood, hay, and stubble. The materials easily burn. So, it's not your sin because that's already been judged at Calvary, but will each one of us will stand before the judgment seat of Christ and you'll be able to look into your life and any motive that was not of him will burn up. Any decision that you made that was not from the Holy Spirit will burn up. Anything that you held to that wasn't the cross of Christ will burn up. We're talking about ritualistic things, remember? Yeah. It's going to burn up. That's of the flesh. That's not the, it's not Christ and the cross, not built upon that. It's going to burn up. Anything that you had that you just you held on to, the directions that you made, certain things in your life that you didn't really seek the Lord for, you just made a decision. You'll stand before the judgment seat of Christ and if it wasn't him and it was just you, it's going to burn up and you'll lose reward because of that. But you will not lose your soul. But that's how important seeking the Lord in everything is. That which is not built upon the proper foundation, I've already said that. <laughs> if we are building properly on the sure foundation of Christ and his finished work, we will treat people right and we will be walking in the Spirit. Now, I seems kind of weird that I didn't necessarily do much. Seems weird right there, but remember in the context, we talk about other brothers and sisters, weak in the faith. Weak in the faith, strong in the faith. If I'm building upon the right foundation, Christ and the cross, I'm not going to condemn a weaker brother and sister that may be holding on to something that doesn't, it doesn't really matter. That I'm just I'm just not going to worry about it because it's silly. And I won't demand to use my liberty in front of them. And I'll give you an example later on. 
something that happened in my life as we get there. Men can bow to Christ in worship and praise because they love Him, or else they can bow to Him in worship and praise because they're being forced to do so. All will bow and worship Him. Now, it sounds weird in the way that I wrote that, but... No, it doesn't. Every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So you can either bow before Him at the cross... Yes, willfully or forcefully. Or you can... <laughs> Bow at the great white throne judgment. But either way, you will bow. No one will be excused. Everyone shall give account of himself to God. Both believers and unbelievers. Believers at the judgment seat of Christ. Unbelievers that wait. Wait. <laughs> the great white throne judgment. Okay. No one will be excused. Everyone shall give an account of himself to God. Now, we, we should take that with some weight. Yeah. You're right. Oh, and then it don't matter where I live, don't matter where I work, don't matter, you know, just little decisions. Like, you know, that. Well, actually, it says that it does. And even if you do get the will of God right, you can do it with the wrong motive. And it'll burn up. Mm. Ministry. Is, this is not just for ministers. Because remember, it, Paul's writing to lay, lay persons yeah. in this book. But for ministers, this is a big deal. I can preach a sermon and it could still minister to people, but yet that wasn't the Lord's will. He had a word in due season. And because I didn't seek the Lord, I just preached what I thought was best. And yet I'm functioning and operating in God's will for my life, but yet it'll burn up. If I'm in ministry in order to gain something, that'll burn up. I sing because I want to be seen. That'll burn up. Wood, hay, stubble. I preach so that way people will think real good. Wood, hay, stubble. Even if we make decisions, pastors are just an easy example, so sorry. If we just make decisions in the church that we're over, and we don't seek the Lord, we just make a decision what we think is best, wood, hay, stubble. Yeah. Gonna burn up. That's uh, the flesh. That it's not. It has to be led by the Spirit of God. Initiated, it has to be birthed and initiated by the Spirit of God, and then He'll move in it. Otherwise, He ain't moving in it. Yeah, that's good. If God didn't say, Teach this class, He wouldn't anoint it. Not saying that you wouldn't have get blessed at any, any, believe me, you would still get blessed at times, but it, it wouldn't be what it could be. Because he didn't birth it. The Spirit of God didn't birth it. It's just birthed by me, even though it might be good. Right. If it's not, something can be good and not God. Right. And if it's not God, no matter how good it is, he ain't anointing it. Bad English, yeah. but good teaching. Yeah, you're right. He's not, he's not going to help you in that. 
Then we talked about the calling of God is so important. Just because you think it'd be good to sing praises to the Lord as a, on the worship team, if God didn't instruct you to do that, no matter how good it is, He's not going to help you. Right. And it doesn't matter how talented, without the moving and operation of the Holy Spirit, it pointless. That song that we sang this morning, it wouldn't matter how talented we all are up there. The Lord didn't move and anoint. Yeah. It's pointless. Yeah. Not going to do anything. That, because that's what matters more than anything, not the other. That, well, it would be really good to teach kids because, you know, kids need to have the God. If you're not called, if God didn't instruct you and that's just you, you're on your own. God didn't instruct Abraham and Sarah to help him. Yeah, that's true. And because they just said, well, we're going to help God. Yeah. Issues. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus. God said, Isaac ain't coming. And this is paraphrasing. Isaac ain't coming until the work of the flesh is removed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. See, sometimes we have a work of the flesh and we think, well, that'll just hang on. We'll just hang on to that until God brings the right. No, 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 no. You don't learn anything then. What are you going to learn that you can just, what, it'll be okay? We have no idea how long the promised seed was actually postponed because of the work of the flesh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. God might have a job for me. He does. But if I go in the flesh to try to create my own route mm. and I take another job in the flesh, I miss out on what God had for me. Right, right, right. And it doesn't mean that I'll never arrive at what God really has for me, but I've postponed it. Yeah. And I won't be getting it until I get Yeah. He's not going to help you go your own way. Right. No matter how good, like if, if something can be good and not God. It has to be all of God, not some of God. All of God. Oh.